essentially the fascist like Mussolini like figure of the wrestling industry was undone because he couldn't ha- stop having sex with like co-eds. Yeah, we've been on the McMahon train for a while. Like we talked about. Him oh, yeah. Like a year ago. How he handled COVID, uh, how he just breaks unions and treats his workers like shit. And then it came out that, yeah, he was having sex with like multiple talent and he was paying them off using money that he then claimed as the company's money (laughs) which is the dumbest possible way to get caught for that (laughs) it's like he did commit fraud but he's obviously not going to go to jail instead he was forced to resign but the company does have to like resubmit all their tax returns for the last three years which is pretty funny i feel like we definitely at least hinted at or guessed at the fact that he had a lot of me too shit oh man uh, in the closet i mean he had a lot of me too shit that people knew he was accused of like raping his limo driver in 1985 and they're just like ah well it's 1985 there was another case where he went to a massage parlor in florida in 2006 and just like forced the woman working there to grope him and that was reported on everybody's like oh oh that vince mcmahon boys will be boys (laughs) then they watched the video of stone cold steve austin hitting him with a bedpan and laughed and were like ah why were we mad at him again? And then everybody forgot. Uh, it is funny that, I mean, the ultimate American capitalist, uh, as in he inherited the company from his dad, he inherited his fortune from his dad, almost ran it into the ground, almost went to jail, and then made all of his money by just playing to the lowest common denominator. And uh, finally, like every other great American capitalist, was undone by the fact that he was too horny to live and too stubborn to die. Yep. Once again, the, the final nail in the coffin, women. Uh huh. <laughs> Since day I, I one, wonder, baby. <laughs> I wonder, you know, we keep getting because this his the way he got taken out, right? You know, unrighteously, the way he was taken out was uh similar to the what is it, Hockey Canada? Ah, uh, like that's what we're talking about too. They just find these like pools of money. And that <laughs> just lying spent. around, and they're like, "What's up with this one?" Like, <laughs> oh, that's our these expenses. Yeah, that's the rape fund. The what now? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like, it's it's the ultimate dumb guy business move to have you know a sexual assault, uh, you know, slush fund set aside. <laughs> yeah, just sitting there <laughs> for a rainy day. Now, what's also funny before we talk about hockey Canada, the Vince McMahon thing has. Sorry, added, guys. One sec. My man is squeaking. He's a squeaky boy. That was that was Dean's chastity belt. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't oil it up. <laughs> it's rusty. <laughs> he hasn't opened it in so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those swinging cages from like a pirate ship, you know? Yeah. Of like course. a little half bullet shaped one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think Dean's getting kicked out. Why? I don't know. I heard him say I'm very sorry. Which is pathological anyway. What Chance, what do you think of my name? I'm the heterophobic white boy. <laughs> yeah, that's you, funny. You straights have had your time in the sun. <laughs> I've, I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We do need to make heterophobia like a wide mainstream thing. Yeah, man. Well, I'm uh, super straightophobic. And yeah. <laughs> anyone who isn't like a little bit queer is just way off my books. Like I yeah. am not impressed by you or your behavior. Yeah, you can't tell me you were at a barbecue and you saw your uncle eating a hot dog and you weren't like, hmm. So Chance, Uh-oh, uh, you're going to laugh about this later. 
the campus security is here uh, because I didn't realize the alarm was set when I walked in because I had my headphones on. Uh, so what is what is the uh, what you might call it? The code? password? It's on the pieces of paper that are by the front. OK, cool. Like I will when do you that first then. come in. Yeah, uh, Dean's going to get right turned back. out in jail. His first break and enter. <laughs> They're going to turn him into a silly straw. Campus security is going to ream him out. Yeah, he's going to they're going to take him to like the back room and fuck him with a flashlight. Dean's never had his ass ate before and he's worried. <laughs> he's going to get his ass ate by the big fat campus security guys. It, it'd be really funny if, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, what's funny is jail rape. And now but that even, is it, funny. It, it, it would be even funnier if instead of, uh, you know, like ass penetration, like they mm -hmm. just they just sucked you off like <laughs> that'd be cool actually i mean i'm sure that also happens you drop the soap in the shower and you bend over and some guy's like laying on his back and your penis accidentally goes in his mouth accidentally okay it's like yeah. how now how can we so the goal is for them to suck your penis right like that's yes okay okay well how not a we... goal like people yeah. people are afraid of it like we all talk about it like we do right now yeah. So like we we joke about it and we're like oh be careful when you go to prison because you might get sucked off and what about like don't pull up your underwear maybe that's why they have their pants yeah. low because when they like you know because you have to like kind of bend down mm -hmm. to like pick it up and put it on but when you like bend down to that squat that's when the guy just lap latches onto you like a barnacle on a ship that's what it is right like yeah. it, it's kind of like those sucker fish on a shark like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Like that actually makes a lot of sense. And that's why people sag their pants because they don't want to yeah. bend all the way down to pull them up. Yeah. That's how they like get when you. you. When you, uh, you know, go to the bathroom at night and you have your pants down, and you're walking towards the toilet like everyone does. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to like, you know, wave your arms out in front of you. Otherwise, you might catch some strays. Yeah, you're doing the, the windmill with your fists closed. I'm going to walk to the toilet like this, and if you try to suck me off and get a concussion, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah, like all the all the toughest prison inmates have teeth like Jaws from James Bond. <laughs> yeah, they call this guy Namangla. <laughs> they don't let him do that no more. Yeah, that's old Metal Mouth. Be worried about him. Yeah, he was a big fan of the show Braceface, so he went all delay. <laughs> Man, shout out to Braceface, one of the worst Brace shows. Braceface was time. crazy. Man, I don't remember much what of it. What a throwback! It's like I remember Angela Anaconda. That was mm -hmm. up there. Yep. Uh, Nanette Manoir and I share the same energy at all times. Nanette? Yeah, Ninny Poo. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. No, I was uh, thinking of uh, the Australian comedian. The no, <laughs> Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> Hannah Nanette. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So Nanette 2 has been in the works for a long time. And it is, of course, starring me. And I will be doing all of Russell Peters' bits about what it's like growing up brown. Yeah. Because. But you it's pretend one of... to be Australian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Boy, so being brown, being, being brown in Australia, Australia, straight fuck cunt, mate. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And just like with Nanette, you're not supposed to laugh. Like you're supposed to take in the truths. Yeah, yeah it's a very serious thing. You're talking about very serious stuff, like um, Nanette. You know, 
Nanit. <laughs> yeah, Dave, David Nanit. <laughs> that's, that's why people like his work. Uh, no, it's like... Did you ever watch the show Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends? I love yeah, that show. Yeah, that redhead guy. <laughs> no, I don't know what age she is. <laughs> okay, chill. She's, she's not like Nami. No. no. <laughs> Perfectly 18 years old on the dock. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, literally turns 18 the day the story starts. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, no. The first line is, don't worry, I just turned 18. <laughs> on the day of my 18th birthday, everything changed. Her, she, her first line is asking anyone if they want to go to the casino. Yeah. Yeah. I am now of legal age. <laughs> Folks, we're talking about One Piece for a second here. If you haven't, I certainly haven't read or watched it, but I'm aware of some of the characters. And uh, we were talking yesterday about how one of them is like extremely sexualized, as many anime girls are. We're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. How old is she? And that was yeah. the uh, that's a constant ongoing discussion. So shame on Oda, who writes One Piece, uh, at least. At least make her like twenty three, so it's not as blatant. Yeah, be safe out there, friends. If you write a if you write a character, make them like forty five. Yeah, I want. We should see more anime girl protagonists that are fifty two. Yeah, yeah, but not <laughs> like, not like, uh, you know, like, oh, I'm fifty two and I'm trapped in an eighteen year old body. No, it's like, no, I'm like, you know what? It should be. It should be like I'm eighteen and I'm trapped in a fifty two year old person's body. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Or what if they have the face of an 18-year-old and then they whip it out and it's just Nancy Pelosi's body? Yeah. I like there's so many cat girls running around. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. where are the cat women? Where are the uh, cat milks? Oh, I've right? been saying I want to I, I need uh an anime babe that is going through heat actively. <laughs> That's why Resident <laughs> Evil was so popular, like the new one because you had yeah. like a big Uga Hong Kong milf. It's like that was literally everybody was like, God damn, this lady's huge, man. When you mean new Resident Evil, do you mean like the movie that came out in two? No, no Resident Evil uh, Seven. No, Resident Evil. Oh, you mean eight? You oh, mean, is it eight now? Yeah, Lady Demetrescu. Yeah, the the big yeah. <laughs> vamp lady. She's awesome, dude. She is awesome. She turns and into a lady, big bad dragon. The lady, the lady who played her, is also a total babe. Very cool. She's it's one of the great designs. Anyways, uh, folks, Dean almost got arrested. So That's if true. it makes the episode, we were talking about what would happen to <laughs> Dean in jail. And then we were talking about the new form of prison sex that you have to be worried about, which is a guy trying to suck you off at all times. Yeah. And then yeah, naturally we progressed to anime. So back to all the right. subject. So uh, I didn't miss anything. No, he really didn't. No, uh, it's it's just perfect that uh, this dumb, spiteful man and Vince McMahon who made like all these blood money deals with Saudi Arabia, literally like the same week they killed Jamal Khashoggi uh, yeah. is finally been undone by his decades of abuse. And now we have a new guy in charge who loves doing steroids and will probably also inevitably get fired but the big okay i remember there was corporate intrigue as to vince mcmahon's firing so the thing that like set all this in motion was an anonymous report leaked to like the new york times who began or the well it was even the new york times the wall street journal i think it was the wall street journal and they began investigating these like shady financial practices and uh, the big thing was there was a corporate takeover being orchestrated by this guy who used to work for disney so every single person is like oh yeah this guy who just recently like took this big position absolutely leaked this shit to get the only person above him fired, and uh, it worked. So even the good things in life, we can't get you know devoid of some kind of corporate fucking shenanigans, which is kind of sad. But also, uh, rest in piss, Vince McMahon. 
I hope you die horny. Do you think if you set aside sexual assault money uh, mm-hmm. that it also gains interest? And do you think that you could turn that into something like a stock or an ETF? I mean, like, they're a publicly traded company anyways. So <laughs> like, I don't think they need to turn any of the slush money into a stock. Now, Hockey Canada, who also had a fund set aside explicitly to handle uninsurable events such as sexual assault allegations, that's a different story. Now, Jesse, I need you to clarify before we continue the story. Hockey Canada is not Hockey Night in Canada, correct? No, no. Although okay, I'm sure I, they, they've got racism money put aside. I, I was worried. Like, I, I was like, I don't think I know what Hockey Canada Wait, is. Wait, Don Cherry did something wrong? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, you, you know that we stand him and we will defend his legacy after we watched we, his terrible movie. We have in the past. We do love Mr. Cherry. Okay, so Hockey Canada is the governing body that oversees all of like the various like organizations for hockey in Canada. It's exactly what it sounds like. That also includes, of course, the World Junior Hockey Team, our favorite group of fifteen to eight year old, eighteen year old little uh, ragamuffins, and uh, in this case, sexual assault perpetrators. Zam, he's fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's certainly true. So Hockey Canada, who have, let's say, a dubious history in the past of maintaining player conduct, were recently just absolutely raked over the coals by the media as well as members of Congress for this scandal that broke that stated that in 2018, a woman in London, Ontario at a Hockey Canada banquet after the banquet was subject to a gang sexual assault by as many as eight members of the world junior hockey team. This was really, really horrific. Oh, it's awful stuff. This was reported to the London police at the time who did an investigation and then closed the case. And then for the next four years, it kind of sat dormant. There's this journalist by the name of Rick Westhead, who's also the guy who reported all the stuff about the Chicago Blackhawks earlier this year such as how they hired a known predator and abuser to a hockey operations role, how that guy then assaulted one of their players, and then they wrote him a letter of recommendation to get him a job elsewhere after he was after he resigned. So Rick Westhead knows his shit. He has unfortunately become like the hockey like sexual assault scandal guy, which is not a fun mantle to hold, but he's doing fantastic work. So he reported this 2018 one. He was the guy who broke the story. He was the guy who spoke with the London police, as well as I believe the victim himself. So he's been the one that's been covering that. During his investigation, he also turned up that in 2003, there were similar allegations of misconduct during a Hockey Canada event, also involving a gang sexual assault. So that's now two investigations that were basically just covered over and not mentioned again within 15 years. And we know it's not the end of this. Mm-hmm. And during the investigation, what came out is essentially Hockey Canada admitted to having this uh, money set aside to handle those uninsurable or unforeseen uh, non-insurable events. And one of those things they explicitly stated was sexual misconduct. Where do they get that money from? It's actually from the fees parents pay to have their children play organized hockey in Canada. No. Which to me is what obviously elevated the story from being one of the most horrific things I've ever heard to like, oh, this is comically evil. Like this is one of the most evil things this organization could have possibly done. So I hate to break it to you, but if you are first off, if you are a parent that's listening to this show, 
uh, why? And second, <laughs> if you paid for your children to play organized hockey at any point in the last 20 years and probably beyond that, you have unfortunately contributed to Hockey Canada's rape fund. And I'm sorry, that is just the truth. Now, in the wake of this scandal breaking, they've said, oh, we're not going to use that money for that anymore. Okay. Uh, You probably shouldn't have that money or any money. In fact, you should probably be folded and blasted into space. So, yeah, you would think. And like this is like a a classic like banality of evil uh, example, because like this is not a decision that any one person made. Right. Like this was an like this was just simply the most financially feasible and uh just cheapest method to mm-hmm. solve both of these problems like you know we're getting money from this one source we're going to put it into this one fund that needs money like it, it's as simple as that we say it's evil but it's not evil it's that there is no moral calculus whatsoever oh yeah no it's like calling a fucking wolf evil it's not evil it is beyond morality it's just mm-hmm. doing what it's supposed to do and it's yeah. not a surprise, like hockey culture, as we've actually talked about on this show before, is an absolute cesspool. Like it's some of the worst fucking shit that you can drill into a young person's head, especially a young man's head. Yeah. And li- literally yeah. drill into them with concussions. <laughs> yeah. well, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's it's you give them the sense where they feel like they're inundated from consequence. You know, everybody tells them how great they are, how special they are, because these are the guys that are like the elite of the elite. You know, they're the best player on their team. So they move up to another team. They quickly yeah, rise like to the top of that team. School. Yeah. Like Dean, who was in hockey Canada for a while. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> but you just keep like fanning the flames of this ego at a time when your brain is not anywhere near fully developed. And, you know, you factor in that hockey culture is also extremely heteronormative, extremely uh, fucking misogynistic and sexist at the very least. And when you have zero consequences, you're being told every single day how great and how special you are. And there's this like ambient sexism at the very least. It's not a surprise when these guys start doing what they've been doing like your greatest hope with a person raised in that environment is that they are literally too dumb to be mean yeah like Sidney crosby yeah Yeah. there was a a a beaverton headline that perfectly summed it up and it was something along the lines of uh you know the 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 sexual assault fund from hockey canada only surprises people who have never dealt with anyone from the yeah. junior hockey league. <laughs> oh man. It's, it's like, brutal. it only comes to a surprise to those who have never dealt with the junior hockey league before. And, uh, because I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's, it's so prevalent in Canadian culture that everyone has an experience just with, uh, the junior hockey league or any of the like amateur to pro hockey leagues in Canada, uh, being total assholes on, so many different levels going from, you know, just being petty and arrogant at a restaurant all the way to, you know, horrific stories like the ones we're talking about right now. Committing fucking crimes. Yeah. And it's also like, let's be honest, it's another sport where violence is still very much encouraged as well. <laughs> like yeah. there is no real pro social behavior in hockey. I'm sorry. Some sports have that. You're like, oh, it teaches teamwork. Pass. It's yeah. like. Man, in hockey, you're just literally looking to inflict as much bodily harm as you can until you get the puck on your stick, yeah. which normally I respect. Yeah. Uh, in in an, a vaguely related tangent, if you don't mind, uh, yes. I watched Goon 
last night? Have you guys right. seen Goon? Goon is good, and it is pretty accurate to what it's that life is movie. like. It's a solid movie. I liked it fine. I like Goon. It's good. Uh, I, they really dropped the ball with like the hot shot Quebecois sharpshooter uh, character who's like fallen on hard times. He's like he's living like like a sort of burnt out rock star in a minor leagues, uh, but he was going to be like the hottest shit ever. Mm. He literally does not tell a joke in the entire movie, which uh, like a rock star, like aging hockey player Quebecois guy. That's a funny character. And they just completely right. squander that. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite part of the movie is Allison Pill, uh, who plays the love interest, who has a boyfriend and is basically just cheating on him throughout the entire movie, which is funny. Respect. She gets like visibly turned on whenever our hero like gets, gets the shit kicked out of <laughs> yeah. him, which is so good and exactly how hockey girls act. Well, that's as far the thing. Understand. Like hockey girls, and no disrespect, because they will kill me. Yeah. Are some of the most unhinged people on the planet. Puck like bunnies. Yeah. As, I'm sorry. Almost them. every hockey player is grotesque. And I don't mean like they've yeah. got like a fucked up face from like getting hit with a pug. I just mean their hair is disgusting. They have like acne thick enough to strangle you. And they do have like 13 to 14 IQ points. Like, have you yeah. ever looked at a hockey boy? <laughs> It's like Jesus drooling Christ. over the guy who gets his hands fried at Krusty Burger. It's like, I'm anybody who is like a puck bunny, be they male, female, or otherwise, that's like obsessing over these hockey players, is the most direct descendant of the Neanderthal. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. your brain has not it, fully developed. Well, it's, it's not that it hasn't fully developed. You're just tapping into a more primal part of yourself. Where, you know, like grunting and, you know, just your body's ability to produce oil was an aphrodisiac. It's like, I I just, man, I don't get it. I know there's like part of it is, you know, you want to hook your wagon to a profitable guy and, you know, live that hockey life lifestyle where you just get cheated on by the stupidest person in your high school who, if hockey didn't work out, was either going to be a cop or in the military but that's high risk low reward for a lifetime of misery you know that's very true and the classic very similar to the classic hockey parent vibe too except it's from a partner instead hockey parents are insane dude i played hockey me myself i played hockey for many many years Mm. and the amount of shit that i saw from hockey parents was nuts and it was right at the rise of like people talking about how toxic hockey oh, the culture can be. is right and so like everyone's talking about it and it doesn't hold anyone back from being absolutely insane and like just like cussing out little kids and shit and like yelling at the refs that are like pretty much volunteers you know they are volunteers yeah like nobody's getting paid it was no. insane and and it's I mean, like what is wrong with you like how does this culture become that right and i mean you can look up so many examples on youtube of like hockey parents going insane like shattering the glass with their fists like hurling racial epithets at the players and each other this is not like oh it happens every now and then like literally every single hockey league every game has one of these braying psychopaths i think it's Mm -hmm. interesting to discuss what do you think the psychology of the hockey parent is? Because it feels like a natural extension of the helicopter parent, but like mm. times a thousand. I think so. I think it's it's helicopter parent mixed in with uh, the raging 
emotion of the alcoholic who watches way too mm-hmm. many sports on TV. And okay. I think you you put those throws together and you get a dumb person who doesn't care about grades anymore and only cares about my my team win, my team win good, my team lose bad, but also they have the stakes of it being their child involved. And I think part of that as well, at least certainly with some of the experiences I've had, is there the fa- there it's the experience of living vicariously or, you know, recollecting on failed dreams from your own yeah. life. Yeah. Because that, there's that, certainly a passion to it as well. That that is the the classic you know, uh, Freudian reading of these mm-hmm. people. But I, I think it's also worth noting um, the contradiction between our, you know, these boomer or, or Gen X parents uh, who do nothing but complain about, uh, you know, snowflake millennial participation mm-hmm. trophy. Like this, this is a, a critique that has been hurled at millennials for like the last 15 years. Like it's boring to even discuss. But they hold that like pretty firmly in their head at the exact same time. They think, but my child who's, you know, playing hockey as a six year old and just trying to stay on his two feet on the ice is a very gifted sportsman. Yeah. You know, like like they, they despise millennials once they grow up and are fed up with the system as it's given to them. But uh, during their entire development, as you say, hitching their wagon to this rising star of their own child, fulfilling the dreams that they were unable to because they had too much lead in their system, I imagine, (laughs) you know, praise them as like the second coming of Gretzky, you know? Yeah, like they could do no wrong. See, and I've I've been musing about this as well. I think uh, part of it is, which is interesting as well, because hockey in this country is like an extremely high financial entry barrier. Like You have to have by and yeah. large enough money to pay for the schedule and the equipment yeah so and you would, if you're a kid replacing that equipment yeah. more or less every year yeah two yeah, every yeah. two years at most yeah so what's fascinating is i think part of it is born out of this notion of glory because you know the north american dream is being famous but part of it is like oh i want my kid to become this nhl superstar so i don't have to work another job for the rest of my life which is comp- completely fucked up because you're already driving like an suv and you can afford afford to pay hockey dues so whatever you're doing clearly isn't that bad or yeah. is paying you well enough part of it as well i think this is underrated but it really fucking sucks having to wake up at like 5 a.m each morning to take your kids to practice that's a very yep. good point <laughs> so yeah. i can understand being sucks. pissed off if your kid isn't playing in this like miserable freezing cold arena in like podunk butt fuck nowhere so I could get I get like, yeah, it's 5 a.m. You're watching your child like pizza and French fry down the ice in such yeah. shitty fashion. You're like feeling this rage bubbling up inside you. You paid like five thousand dollars for this. Mm. So I, I get the notion. It's yeah. just like and in your retail. kid will not remember that that this day happened at all. No. And, and you know, if that's they also do cognizant in your brain, it, it, eventually at some point they'll get it knocked out of their brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like betting on a sport league, right? Like it's like <laughs> I put all this money in. I better I hope they win. If they don't win, then it wasn't worth it to me. Um, and I will say that the parents that were the most insane were the parents that would buy a brand new, and I mean brand new, oh, equipment yeah. and hockey sticks for their well, yeah, kids they were committed. every single season. 
they thought like if we want it bad enough, if we buy them all the nice shit, you know, they can eventually go play for the Owen Sound oligarchs or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, then they're just a few breaks away from easy street, baby population me. Yeah. They can play with the Belleville Bulldogs. <laughs> I, I must correct. It is the Owen Sound attack. I oh, I know. know. Their team. All right. No, fuck you. No, I, I, I used to work at an arena. I've seen all the OHL teams play. I think yeah. part of it is the fact that Wayne Gretzky's father, Walter, was like lionized as the ultimate hockey dad mm. because he like built a rink in his backyard for his generational, not even generational, literally one it one in history talented son. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, you know, Walter did all this for his kid. He he filled the backyard every day. He got up early and practiced with them. So all these parents that are buying these like brand new fucking skates, bags and sticks are like, oh, I'm just like Walter Gretzky, even though, you know, Dude, you're doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And to it's- Walter Gretzky's credit, he actually did like work hard and do things to help his son achieve. He didn't just buy him like fucking equipment. He actually like went out like 430 every morning with him. And, you know, formed a really powerful bond that even if Wayne didn't succeed at hockey, like he talks about it. He's like, oh, like my father was my hero. He dedicated so much of his life to me that it was really like touching. It's like these parents are not doing that. (laughs) They're getting you up, sticking you in the backseat of an SUV, putting iPad on for you so you can watch like Spider-Man Elsa Finger Family while they drive you to this freezing cold shitbox arena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Tamworth Arena. You were, yeah, oh man, Tam- you were cold as fuck. Uh, Tamworth league. Arena, dog Tamworth shit. Arena was fucking horrendous, dude. Are we allowed to say that on the pod? Yeah, yeah. We have we do have a jihad against Tamworth in general. <laughs> <laughs> I have declared a fatwa, which is why the tornado hit them. I was gonna say that um, I do have a solution to combat this, though. This okay. This hyper masculinity. This very toxic tension over something that's very silly and goofy and dumb, such as like being on skates and passing a puck around my solution. And I think we can all participate in this is we start uh, calling anyone associated with hockey or, you know, is a parent of a hockey player or whatever. We just start calling them gay. Like we just really start laying into calling them sissies Mm -hmm. and we say they're gay um in hopes that they actually do maybe it will raise their consciousness and they will look into the discourse of what it means to be gay and then they'll Uh be like oh maybe this is maybe that's why i'm so mad and then they they start looking into it and then you know we need to queerify the hockey space so i think the way we do that (laughs) is by calling them all gay I think we'd have to teach them to read first. I don't think a lot of the discourse <laughs> would help, considering well, most of these guys are illiterate. Well, that's what that's what drag queen story time is for. <laughs> Ooh, yes. now we're talking. Okay, this queens. is all a long game. We got to bring some. I would never let a queen set foot in a hockey arena. I feel like that's <laughs> oh my god. I don't think they would like I, that at I all. I think the hockey yeah. players would bray like distressed cattle. They wouldn't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, if a hockey player ever saw a drag queen, they would kill themselves. Not because they were like angry. They just wouldn't know what else. To do. They'd be like, and I feel like the drag queens would hate to be there. Yeah. Like it's yeah. cold and miserable, and <laughs> they, they only make, serve cheap beer. Yeah. It would make talking a bit easier, admittedly. Like there That's is one true. advantage. That's, yeah, yeah. But I, I think we do need to combine the drag queen and like hockey guy market and see what happens. I think that would be like very that. fascinating. That should like, be the only live yeah, show hockey, we do hockey for 
for drag queens who have like massive hogs, mm -hmm. yeah. like we could be like, well, this is the venue for you. Which I'm mm. not gonna lie, is a lot of them. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's, like, it's awesome. Yeah, they're back. In it's very powerful to like have a fucking massive hog and be like, I'm not going to put this on display. Yeah, I'm like, hiding this that's, from everybody. That is such a psychological level of dominance that straight people will never comprehend. And that's why, like you said, it'll make their brains fucking explode. It's like a paradox. <laughs> yeah. like they, they don't know how something is both there and not there at the same time. I, I think we should, and we should, we should, as a community outreach, then have hockey player story time where they try to read to the drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, quick brown fox uh, jumped yeah over uh the lazy dog it'll just remind everyone it'll remind everyone of george bush's story time on 9 11 <laughs> <laughs> lest we forget sir sir the other team is sniped top selly <laughs> he just like looks off to the side and then he's like my pet the goat and it's just about keeping gretzky in captivity yeah, in your basement right. <laughs> I can see a drag queen talking about like keeping Wayne Gretzky as a little like fuck pet. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd that be would funny. be cool. Oh, we should. Have, is there a Don Cherry inspired drag queen where they wear like the really like outrageous oh suits? <laughs> pop, pop and cherry. Come on. Oh, so, yeah, that's easy. That's that right king, though, right? That's going to be my fucking. No, I'm going to be a drag queen Don Cherry. That's my fucking pop, gimmick now. Pop cherry. Yeah, pop cherry. <laughs> oh my god. They make it honestly, it's too easy for us. It would be it is imagine. Okay, if you're listening to this, if you do want to use that idea, because I know yeah. I know we got some folks in the community. Yeah. You are welcome to it, but I would like you to consult with me as to like, you know, outfit suggestions yeah. or at the very least yeah. mannerisms and speech. I'll trust you with the outfits. Yeah. I, I would love to be part of that go into the dressing room, try on something. <laughs> We all say no, and then eventually <laughs> we all give you the big thumbs up. That'd be oh, sick. Dude, that reminds me, the amount of people don't talk about this. People, you know what? The real issues never come up. I remember. The media doesn't talk about this. Media doesn't talk about this. Fucking uh, <laughs> Deserano Arena of all places. And again, that's a place that I'm going to name drop. They're like. Uh, I don't know. They're like amateur league or whatever, which is like way below even the OHL, obviously, because mm -hmm. it's Deserano. Um, <laughs> I remember going into the the main locker room for the lads. Mm -hmm. The amount of fucking dip that was in that room. Was oh yeah, disgusting. And 100%. like just stacks and stacks and stacks of cans. And uh, <laughs> I think that's something. Maybe maybe we can turn them gay with chewing tobacco. You okay. know what I mean? What, what like, would gay chewing tobacco like? How would that work? What's the flavor? What's the composition here? I'm, I'm curious. I, I feel like we could ask, you know, maybe Dr. Fauci if he has it. I feel like Ben and Jerry would know. All their ice cream <laughs> makes people gay. But that's like women like Ben and Jerry's, though. Yeah. yeah well, women like, are gay inherently. Yeah. Well, imagine. Okay. Cherry. That's facts. Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> cherry flavored dip called okay. Poppin' Cherry. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it's got Don Cherry's face in it. But the thing is, is it's and it's a popper. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> we accidentally yeah. okay. Yeah, fuck fuck dip. It's yeah, just fuck. poppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. That's what we're gonna, gonna introduce in the dressing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's we gonna just, spread to other sports. Yeah. yeah. But we tell them it makes their hockey more good. Yeah, like yeah, you see yeah, a baseball. Yeah. 
like on the baseball diamond, a pitcher on the mound, just like subtly adjusting his pants and slipping a popper up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like doing his wind up and like yeah. wiggling his butt. Yeah, we'll tell them that they get a power play if they, they put that in. Let me tell you something, tough guy. When you're looking for poppers, there's only one brand you need. <laughs> this ain't no European aphrodisiac. This is just for good, tough Canadian boys. And it's just Don Cherry inserting, like, it looks like a baseball, but it's, like, translucent and red up his ass. <laughs> yeah, man. We we can, uh, well, that that's how we come back at them. And that's how we sissify the hockey league here in Canada. It looks like Groudon's primal reversion orb, and he's just sliding it up his ass. <laughs> Look, it's so easy. <laughs> uh, so stupid. Why did I talk about Groudon? All the queers are going to be mad at me. Don't bring up Groudon here. You fucking straight piece of shit. Yeah. Red hair and pronouns, Groudon. Yeah. Oh, man. He's got like all the weird lines, too. Like, I can yeah. see it. You know how gay people famously have weird lines? <laughs> It's kind of like zebras, you know. <laughs> yeah. they, all yeah, their veins are are fucked for up. Predator, predator confusion. It works. That's right. They can change their entire body is like Rorschach's face. They can just change their spots. Yeah, and also they can turn into bats and smoke. That'd be, you know, I, I think that a lot of people in the community would take that as a compliment. I so that's uh, the lovely. I mean, two very gay things, wrestling and hockey, and the sex scandals related to them. I think uh, I think we're on to something here. We're gonna we're gonna queerify hockey. We're gonna queerify all sports. It's time. Happy Happy Pride Month, folks! Yeah, yeah finally we're getting around to it. <laughs> finally, and yeah. I've been saying this for a while now, but I am becoming heterophobic. I, mm. I do truly believe the straights have had their time, and now it is time for them to have. You know their own clubs that are super seedy, and you have to like suck each other's fingers in them. That is so it's, cool. It's, I know it's if, well. If hazing, it'd be very if hazing was like getting your getting your bro, you know, domed off. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You don't enjoy this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you have I'm to whip throw, me with a towel. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one to throw the first brick at Hetero Stonewall, yeah. which I imagine will take place at a TGI Fridays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Applebee's where you can bring your child bride. <laughs> the Utah Applebee's. <laughs> Yeah. We are going to have the, the hetero inclusion zone where it's just going to be like <laughs> sections of America. The hetero autonomous zone. <laughs> the, the reason I begin my hetero liberation movement at that Applebee's is because my, my sizzling fajitas were not in fact sizzling when they reached the table. Yeah, and and you, my you wife were, did not get enough cheese. Today's the you were too shy to say stand. anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your anime girlfriend who's like 13 is like, uh, uh, excuse me. He, he asked for chicken fajitas. Like, it's okay. It's okay. They, they, and like the, all the gay st- all the gay waiters just like spit on your food. <laughs> all these like forty five year old men with the worst hair you've ever seen. It's okay, babe. We'll listen to Imagine Dragons in the car. You'll calm down. It's fine. It's fine. That, that's like yeah. That's the big heroic moment. Like the Boz Lerman's going to direct a movie about like the last straight people in the yeah. world. And yeah. it's gonna be all Imagine Dragons music. All the all the gay servers and all like the the big titty goth servers are gonna be hanging out around the table, and it's just gonna be one guy humming to his thirteen year old girlfriend like, 
radioactive. Radio <laughs> tears streaming down the face. It's okay. I'm waking up. <laughs> at, that, at that point, like the music kicks in, and he like throw he tips the table over. And it's like right. slow motion. Like uh yeah, I don't know. The like every every like multicolored phone case is just like spilling to the floor. <laughs> All the fidget poppers just bouncing off the ground. It's cool. It's it's shot like a John Woo flick. Yeah. That would be I awesome. like that. Yeah, what 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 is the straight uh, version of doves being released? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I think it's doves being like, released. I think it's just <laughs> dead fish falling on the ground. Well, what's the most hetero bird? Like uh, uh I don't even like maybe I, I think all birds are gay. Yeah, they're it's all It's like bald eagle gay. is too played out. Um, yeah. The Canada goose. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's just Canada <laughs> goose. Yeah. Yeah. It's seagull. I mean, they're annoying. Yeah, they well, they leave their shit horny. everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Hey, now we're on to something. Uh, I, I think I think this has got legs, but if you are straight and you're listening to this, you have, I'm telling you right now, like three years left before it's over for you. So Yeah, repent. that's true. We're coming. That's I'm right. coming. 2025 is the, is the year of the great, the great revenge, as we're calling it. Yeah, the great come. Yeah, the great... Many is saying this. Honestly, I I'd just be happy to be a minority for once. You That's know, like, true. At, at, as a straight white, white guy, cis male, yeah. uh, it's really really hard for me because whenever anything bad happens to me, I yeah. can't automatically say it's because of oppression. Oh, that's, uh, that's true. Which, which means I have to reckon with my own faults and failings as a person. Yeah. Uh, and if I just never had to do that again, that'd be sick. Well, you I see, right now, way. you've only got one area where you can claim to be oppressed, which is your conservative worldview. But that's like other, true. other than right. that, yeah, it's, it's really yeah. tough to play. But in this day and age, part. no one even cares about that anymore. That's now that free that's speech true. doesn't exist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's why. That's why we got to get him in there. We got to get him into the into Twenty Four Sussex Drive. We got to get him in there. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, Wait, baby. Are you yeah. saying that that the prime minister has sus sex? <gasps> what? I mean, freaking, <laughs> Whoa, that's kind of. I mean, I mean, he's not having any sex right now with his haircut. That's true. That's right. <laughs> it's like yeah. Javier Bardem when he played the role of Anton Jagger and he got his horrible haircut. Is like, <laughs> I will not have sex with anyone for the next six months. <laughs> and I feel like Justin Trudeau is channeling that energy. He's method acting. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Just, he's trying to focus, right? He's yeah. trying to focus on make this country better. I oh, you know what? Yeah. He's, he's a no fapper now. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, was, he was getting way too much poon. And he, See, like, he, that's why he fucked up constantly. He saw everybody talking about all the semen retention ppc candidates yeah. and he realized that's his next evolution yeah yeah once again the liberals pulling things from other parties it's to so bolster true. their own platform yeah it's they disgusting. can only fucking copiers you know like he's he's now he's making his way up to like wizard brain level like galaxy brain <laughs> shit yeah right now right yeah. now he's a measly no fapper but soon he will become a high wizard of no fap yeah, and just wait. Like, wait. You're laughing now. Wait one month until his mind looks exactly like Yakub's, and then, <laughs> and then we'll see what really goes down. You're laughing. Chinese century. Try Canadian century, motherfucker. Our prime minister won't bust a nut, and you're laughing. <laughs> you think this is funny, don't you? I do. I'm tired of pretending it's not. I do think this is funny.
I can't wait. Joker 2 is coming out uh, sometime 2? next year. I don't know. Did you guys hear the rumor about Joker yeah, 2? Yeah, it's a musical. I've, yeah, it's going to be I have no a, idea if this is true. It's going to be a big fat ass so. Latina. <laughs> no, booty, it's going to be a big fat ass Italian. Lady Gaga is rumored to be associated. <laughs> That's awesome. Are you uh, kidding in, me? in a a creative director role. I feel if it is a musical like people are saying, I feel like she's going to be have a hand in writing the music. But also like I don't think Lady Gaga is that great of an actress, eh, but I would sorry. love to see her Harley Quinn. Oh would that not be a lot of fun? We would have that the would most Italian. Like it would be yes. like a Facebook. Like everybody who shares those memes on Facebook would have wish fulfillment as two big oh dumb Italians God. get to play the Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, it's so sick. <laughs> two big stupid wops <laughs> having a time of their life. That's the Italian make a wish. <laughs> yeah. Whopper. <laughs> it used to be Sopranos and now it's Joker. Uh, it's like Italians and Indians are the two people keeping the Joker alive in our hearts. It's so true. Yeah. The two most depressed people. <laughs> Do you, is there a Bollywood Joker yet? Because like, oh there's so God, many. There has to be. Like, there's obviously TikTok. a couple Indian Jokers on TikTok. Yes, yeah. including Shahid yeah. M, mm-hmm. who is my favorite. But like, if, you if really are, we, we should look the into ball. this because like that would be that would be a fun watch for the show. Set, I'm sure there's not like man. a Joker movie, but I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of like characters that are like pretty reasonably. Joker-esque. you know associated or like inspired by well yeah that's that's joke man that's how modi got in, got into office he promised <laughs> an indian joker by 2024 <laughs> and he's delivered in spades yet another modi guarantee seen through to fruition they used to Ugh. laugh at me <laughs> no go modi. ahead i i don't i've never okay. seen joker, i've never seen uh it. you're not missing much but it's I, uh, i've seen taxi driver so like that's the yeah same yeah better. you've seen the joker yeah no you, you don't need to see joker you just need to be aware of the hilarious joker discourse like how leading up to it everybody thought this was going to spur mass shootings in theaters yeah that yeah, was and awesome. we're sort of actively courting that yeah they're like oh i hope nothing bad happens at this theater where we've yeah. locked all the emergency exits and provided <laughs> each each person at the advanced screening with an ar-15 they like announce and they're like do not show up to the theater with guns. There are no security guards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've turned off all security cameras as well. Oh, it's, uh... Nobody is safe. <laughs> when it came out, Jesse and I went and saw it together. Okay, at, yes. At like... 11.30 a.m. Yeah, 11.30 a.m. on a Wednesday. Matinee screening. Stupid. So we went in. We were like, you know, a few people there. It was a fine movie. Yeah, we're like walking five out. people. We're just like, you know, riffing on it like you do. Like we're we're on all the time, folks. We're always cracking oh, jokes. It never we're stops, always baby. in the cut. Yeah, the, it, the grind never fucking stops. Yeah, we're constantly grinding on each other. We're in That's the workshop. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, I'm grinding on Jesse and <laughs> doing my Joaquin impression. That's really big ass. theater. And we are followed out of the theater by at least two employees who are just like walking behind us. And also there was like a middle-aged woman who was like visibly frightened of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what spurred it. <laughs> the, so funny. We like showed up 11:30. We were talking about smuggling like a half chicken from Swiss Chalet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were very very close to doing that. And we watched it we're like, "Well, that was all right, I guess." Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> they did tai chi in the bathroom. That was cool. Uh he killed a bunch of guys. That was cool. Uh He accosted a man in in the bathroom, which is he also did. a classic right-wing 
well that's uh, the thing yes (laughs) if he was in a woman's washroom when that happened this would have been yeah the most virtue signaling movie of all time oh for sure (laughs) but it was yeah and that's the thing i i hope there's a similar discourse if it's a musical (laughs) like that would be so funny yeah yeah everyone's still terrified the first song radicalized my child Yeah, that's right. My child, after seeing Joker 2, uh, immediately got home and said, Mommy, Mommy, why are we not killing the bourgeois pigs? I I knew. I knew that this movie was bad news. It came uh, home and said, Mom, let's watch Les Miserables next. That's (laughs) My radicalized boy. It is really cool what our culture is like has become. It's awesome. Like at least Joker 2 is taking a risk by uh doing something that literally nobody seems to be enjoying. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the the announcement came out and literally everybody was like, "Why would you do this?" But me, I was like, "I might go see this now." <laughs> like I got I got to witness this firsthand. It's the perfect announcement like assuming that the musical rumor is true because Everyone who is really excited about a new Joker movie and like thought we needed one, like the big like the people who still exist, who are like huge Joker fanboys, mm. were were so mad because like, <laughs> yo, that shit's gay, gay, yeah, yeah they turned awesome. my guy gay. And Which... everyone who just likes to watch interesting movies, hearing that Joker Two was going to be a musical with the same director and Lady Gaga, <laughs> yeah. was immediately like, I need to see that. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I hope it's yeah. I'm like going to be there opening day. We like if if Joker two is a musical, we're we're we, going to we do an emergency pod. Yeah, yeah. easy. We'll, we'll, we'll have, have to talk about it. We'll ha- we'll have like pennant flags that say Joker two on it, and like little hats that say Joker two. We're going to we'll, show up like yeah. Homer with the XFL. We'll bring a recorder <laughs> and we'll record it in the car ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell, podcast while I'm driving. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, we could just record in the theater live. Yeah, with everyone cool. there, Comedians and also I'll film the screens. Comedians in theaters yeah. uh getting watching Joker. Watching Joker too. <laughs> yeah, watching Joker. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that, that's the thing. It's perfect. And we this is kind of a common theme to this episode. How do you turn the most straight passions, Being hockey, gay. yeah, Joker, gay? Well, we're seeing an insidious crawl. For hockey, we suggested introducing drag queens. And for Joker, for the Joker fans, making it a musical is such a perfect way to finally make the last bastion of heterosexuality gay. Like I said, by 2025, it's over for you fucking hoes. I hope you've had fun. Now it's our turn. (laughs) Move over, RBC. We're the new rainbow washers in town. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to go the opposite route. Like once, once it's cool to be counterculture and straight, we're going to like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to put like, I don't know, a beige circle around our profile pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We stand with our hetero allies. (laughs) We're always rooting for the underdog here. So (laughs) yeah. We, we we like to uplift all oppressed voices, no matter if it's us oppressing them or, yeah. or what. We'll have to start like a new straight, straight alliance at all the high schools. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just like kids are like with their heads down trying to hurry to make it so nobody sees them going to the straight alliance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And once they get there, they just like mumble and don't make on, eye contact with the girls. It'll and be it's, <laughs> it's like I'm undercover. It's like a sting operation, like the fruit machine. Yeah. <laughs> Today, I'm like, what are you doing here? Today, we're gonna watch. Uh, I don't know, probably some subliminal messaging uh, to make y'all gay, and then everyone freaks out, and it becomes this thing. There's, it's like, it's like uh, COINTELPRO, but for the straights. Like, you always have to have someone inside. 
all the straight alliance uh they're like playing like tosh.0 as like counter programming <laughs> yeah I, I we we make this big like virtue signaling like marketing campaign yeah uh, where we say like oh like show you support your straight brethren by buying hamburger helper yeah <laughs> yeah we just watching- fucked up because that that little glove thing. Rob Deerdeck's ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Deerdeck and the hamburger helper glove. They're going to be the vanguard for the straight generation. People will start <laughs> saying this is the straight idol of like you know what I mean? Like this is <laughs> it's this it's is perfect. a straight icon. Yeah. Rob, Rob Deerdeck. <laughs> and like just like how, you know, all these straight artists started like co-opting house music to like mm. give them queer cred we're gonna see like yeah we're gonna see gay artists start like co-opting new metal <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's so perfect yeah i'm gay like, yeah yeah penis <laughs> getting paused what that'd be awesome <laughs> hard penis <laughs> great man it's like what are some gay artists who can who can like have a fred durst feature um like we could have lil nas x be the new uh okay he might actually have fred durst on a track though (laughs) that that seems realistic would be the guy to who would betray his fellow straights like that that's true that's true just a shill for big homo (laughs) show for big homo yeah, don't be a slave to big homo. In our fantasy world anymore. that we're making, this is yeah. the future. I'm a slave yeah. to big homo. He has me in chastity. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that fun app on his phone that makes me wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> makes me wiggle. <laughs> yeah, the wiggle app. The wiggle That's what app. They call it wiggler. Makes me wiggle in public. That's why the Mario enemies are called that. They're all in a little electronic chastity. <laughs> yeah. They turn red when you knock it off. It yeah. They're so angry. I had a three month streak. <laughs> oh my God. What what are the sexual p- proclivities of Monty Mole? Should we should oh. we just like Freudian analysis? Monty Mole is like one of the gayest looking Mario guys. He's got the big, That's thick true. nerd glasses. Like, I don't think yeah. there's any way that guy is Monty, Monty Mole rims like a fucking beast. Like, he goes in there <laughs> that, like, yeah. a, like, like totally mama's baking a cake and you gotta lick it off the spoon. Like, he's he's all yeah, fucking no, right sense. in there, dude. It's like, when, when he's done, you literally can't walk for two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your legs have just lost yeah, all You're just proportion. bouncing everywhere going, ah, wah, 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 ah, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Me after Monty Mole gets done with my ass. <laughs> uh, they got the they got the twomps as I call them because you got little twink thomps. Uh, yeah, Goombas yeah. are butt plugs. Yeah, oh, Goombas. Easy. Yeah, that one's easy. if anything too obvious. Uh, mushrooms yeah. are poppers. You yeah, know, yeah. Lots of places you can go with it. Piranha uh, the piranha are, plant are. Uh, well, they're, they're vagina. That's why you need to avoid them. Oh, they're bad yeah. That's why you got. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why you got to step on them. Vagina dentata. Not, yeah. not nice. But every now and then, when you go down the right pipe, you know, you get something in return. That's what so, I believe. You know, said. That's yeah. True. yeah. I'm there. always like Mario was a bisexual king. Honey, make sure yeah, you choose Mario's the right pipe. Mario's bi. Uh, Luigi's ace. 
Yeah, uh, Luigi gets no pussy. We can agree yeah. upon that. Wario is like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, Luigi is not asexual. Luigi is a uh, an incel, of course. Yeah, mm. but he's he's like, oh, I choose not to have sex with a peach. Would that be right for Mario? <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah. He's he could be both cell. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Luigi is he's like Mario should be a height cell. I don't get it. Luigi's like raging on message boards. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nose cell. He's a height cell, and yet he gets the. Princess, why is this happening to me? <laughs> Luigi in his Luigi in his cart posting like a selfie video before he runs down a bunch of goombas. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Christ. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right folks you don't not understand they're making me do this <laughs> yeah. i thought you wanted a nice guy <laughs> i am the ultimate gentleman yeah. i'm uh, gonna show you who's scared <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really bad i'm sorry i, don't like that. <laughs> I just had the image of like elliot roger and the luigi cap <laughs> Doing like the Chad face. <laughs> oh. oh, Christ. Oh. I guess Wario would be like Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Wario's <laughs> like oh, yeah. yeah, Wario's a Me Too guy. He's He's, I, which I know isn't technically garlic. a sexuality. <laughs> They're going to say he eats garbage. <laughs> he eats garbage. He's pretty much a Weinstein. Yeah, the he's, he's is, got... Waluigi's like a Dan Schneider if he was like stretched out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waluigi is just like, yeah, he's, t- he's telling like uh, Princess Daisy to, uh, you know, uh, get her feet out for this children's sitcom. Yeah, there's a... Why? Wow, that'd be funny. Why? It's a foot contest. Who <laughs> 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 has the best feet to win? Uh, what's dry I, I think bones? it's pretty. I, uh, a dry dry That's bones. A skeleton. Yeah, it's Koopa. just a, is a dead person, right? Okay, he's Whoa, necro. Dude, All right, fuck. necro. Cool. Okay, uh, Toad obviously is LGBT. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think that, right. that I don't think the community accepts that. That's necro. what the N in LGBT stands for. I'm sorry. If we're not oh. a united front, they will divide and conquer us. That's I'm true. sorry. I agree with Dean. Toad is a cuck. That one's Toad's that one. I think easy. is like established canon. Easy. Yeah. And when you play like something like um, like Super Mario Sunshine, and you go like Toad Villages and stuff like that, mm. that's essentially like cuck havens. Like they go there to like. <laughs> get, it's like they go there. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous. Like they go there to like unleash their feelings without bothering their wives <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i like the notion that they're all married that's yeah, cool every single one they're all that. married to the princess yeah i could see that actually that makes a lot of sense yeah. uh that means... what other mario characters well the there? angry son from yeah. mario 3 is, is a gay voyeur. shit that's just like uh, a white he gay follows guy. you and w- around and watches <laughs> a white gay guy. Yeah. He, he's That's your sassy waiter. Like. Yeah. yeah. If, if you don't tip him 50%, he will kill you. <laughs> he will roast you quite literally. Uh, yeah. They got Lakitu, the guy that puts you on the track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Lakitu is into, to, to rope stuff. I yeah. Guess. He's a yeah, rigger. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. yeah. Um, and then what about our, our last character? I think is Yoshi. What the fuck is Yoshi? Oh, Yoshi's in the pet play, man. He, oh, he can okay. full well speak fluent English. I imagine this Yoshi. Is just a king for him. <laughs> yeah, Yoshi, no, it's all an act. Yoshi in the next <laughs> game puts on a yeah. mask. <laughs> Yoshi, if 
If you don't start speaking properly, I'm taking the children and I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> Yoshi's a furry. Birdo's a puppy girl. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Puppy girl Jenna. Man, mm-hmm. shout out to her. Yeah. She out. also has those big ooga ooga honk honk milkers. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. What are like Bowser? You know, Bowser. Yeah. He's a classic cretin. Yeah. I feel like he also has cuck tendencies because yeah, like, he's I feel always like stealing. Also a cuck. Yeah, which is interesting, but in a different, in a different way, in a more active way, like a cuck queen. Yeah. I would say Bowser's a oh. cuck queen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then okay, yeah. what about Peach herself? Oh. She's a whore. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. no, I'm done. Gonna, no, no. Peach is fem cell. She, she she's always an object of desire, but you know she, she she's she never rages on about Stacy all day. <laughs> she's really da- fucking daisies. Daisies. Yeah, yeah. Daisies getting all the guys. Just because she wears sports skirts everywhere. Yeah. Daisy's Liz Brunig. Oh. Girls no, because are... Daisy's fun. The, she's the Stacy. Yeah, like until until she starts posting. Yeah. Oh, like other no. Daisy's deeply Catholic. No, Daisy is not trad. Daisy yeah. is like a, an trad. Old, look at her. Like, look at her name. She fucking named out to her flower. She man. didn't choose her name. She's also never yeah, pulled out her does. thing before, and that's pretty trad. Like I've never seen her thing. <laughs> now, which thing are you referring to? You know her stuff. Okay, what stuff? <laughs> the stuff. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> I've never seen her. Go before, on. So that means she must be yeah. a fucking prude. A prude. That's bitch. true. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I definitely like signing off on that. I like I like agreeing to that statement. That makes me feel good. De- Dean, send us home, buddy. Booze like to be choked. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a how little they die. too much, you might argue. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I feel like okay. Uh, I think that's all the Mario characters. Like I'm doing the I Mario. I think that's every Mario character. What about Donkey in Kong? He's in the Mario universe. He's a he's a bull. He's a bull, no doubt. Yeah, Donkey Kong. Uh, he, he, Donkey the Kong? ape is a bear. You know who yeah. thought? Yeah, he's slamming meat down like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah, Dean, you want to send us home? Uh, here, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you home now. Fuck you. We're done recording. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah, fuck you, straights. It's over for you.